Welcome. Well, you are at home with Jim and Joy, and we are delighted that you have tuned us in and the privilege of being in your home. Today we have, we're going to bring you another wonderful guest. His name is Mike Skinner. He's the author of a book called The Men of Virtue Rosary. He's also the co-founder of The Men of Mary, Our Queen, and he's out of Baltimore, right, Maryland. Right there at the Arch Cathedral there in, in Baltimore, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a great show talking about beauty, truth, what it is to be a man, what a woman desires from the beauty and the integrity of a man, what he brings to her. I get it that as a woman, I'm incomplete and I need you. And you're incomplete and, and, and you yeah. need me. <laughs> and, and you bring you bring <clears throat> gifts and talents to me that bless my life. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. And they and and Mike has put this beautiful verbiage together. Um, He's got the men of virtue rosary. And uh, it's a it's a beautiful focus. He'll share all about it. I don't want to steal his thunder, but uh, he has these wonderful virtues of zeal, courage, gallantry, humility, loyalty. He's got a tremendous story to go with that. So you, the men are focusing upon those particular virtues. You haven't heard of gallantry lately these days. Loyalty that's kind of out of vogue these days. But these guys focus upon these virtues, and they pray a decade of the rosary, uh, meditating you know, upon that. And there's some beautiful images as well that go along with it. And I was just thinking about this, and it's just another beautiful way to grow as a man in the Lord. And you, and you think, and it's also really a beautiful blueprint to some degree of what a woman is supposed mm -hmm. to be looking for in a guy. Somebody who is zealous for God, somebody who is courageous, somebody who is gallant in appreciating a woman's femininity, her unique ecology, and honoring that. Humility, yeah, <laughs> critical to look for in a guy, mm -hmm. and loyalty. Um, so we're going to speak about these virtues for men. They're also important for women, what to look for in a man. And when Our Lady is praying for these virtues in men, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. And, and women's lives will be blessed. It will restore our culture. We certainly see on a daily basis, and I say this often, the wreckage of poor life choices that our culture, that this woman, the woman's movement has pushed and men, women have pushed forward, men have slacked back. Um, it's, it's, out of, it's out of order. And it needs to be put back in order um, by the way the culture, the way God designed our culture to be. And we are suffering all the ills of all the choices when we say, I'm going to do it my way. I don't need God. I don't need a man. Um, he can use me. I can use him. The children suffer the most. And yet men and women mm -hmm. also suffer. Well, it's Mike Skinner, author of Men of Virtue, Rosary co-founder, Men of Mary, our Queen, Baltimore, Maryland. This show is for men, women, young people alike. God's putting back that which is out of joint. Well, I would like to bring to you today, right here from At Home with Jim and Joy, Mike Skinner. Now, Mike, he would describe himself as just an ordinary guy who God called to do an extraordinary work. He's the author of The Men of Virtue Rosary. He's the co-founder of the Men of Mary, Our Queen, Baltimore, Maryland. 
that's all like a lot of stuff. But you've got Mary, you've got virtues, you're on the right track, right? And yeah. God's doing a great work. Well, Mike, we want to welcome you to At Home with Jim and Joy. Thank you. And we would like for you to tell our family at home a little bit about you, where you were born and raised, growing up in the church, how you got to another place with God in your journey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for, for having me. So I'm a, I'm a Midwesterner. I, I, uh, I was born in Streeter, Illinois, uh, which is outside of Chicago. Uh, I grew up in Newton, Iowa. My, my father worked in the agriculture industry, so Iowa's a good place to work when you're in that line of business. Spent my life uh, in Iowa. Uh, went to college in, in Minnesota and, and graduate school at Marquette University in uh, Milwaukee. Uh, lived in Chicago for about 14 years and then moved to the East Coast and have been in Baltimore now for uh, nine years, but have been on the East Coast for about 11 years. Okay. Yeah. So you were raised in the church. Yes. Would you call yourself cradle Catholic? Cradle Catholic, yes. Okay. And married, you have children. Yep, married to my wife, Christy, of uh, 23 years coming up, and we have three boys, uh, Charlie, Ben, and Will, 17, 15, and 13. Wow. We're blessed. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's great. Well, share with us about uh, how this developed, the Men of Virtue Rosary, mm -hmm. the Fellowship of Men. You're at the cathedral, the Archcathedral there, Archbishop Laurie, a great yes. man of God. Yes. Um, so tell us uh, how, this, how this developed. Yes, so uh, uh, just a, a couple years ago, working with uh, uh, Father Andrew DeFusco and uh, David Crawl uh, um, at the cathedral to form a men's club. And which was a wonderful blessing to be able to bring men closer to Christ. At the same time, I was involved in prison ministry work with another wonderful priest in Baltimore, Father Chuck Canturna. And being in the prison with men, you realize how important uh, a, a positive model or role model is for men because these men in the prison haven't had a positive role model. And uh, at the same time, there was a lot of unrest in Baltimore. Uh, sadly, uh, the city, um, uh, there were some riots and just realized how important men are in, in our world. And uh, we need a model if we were, we're going to be better husbands and fathers, and uh, that's where the idea originated. Right. Well, we want to unpack uh, your fellowship group of men, but in particular the men of virtue, rosary, these particular virtues of zeal, courage, gallantry, humility, loyalty, um, what's in the booklet here. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but let's do more on your own journey. Yes. You know, your cradle, Catholic. Um, tell us was there a deepening of the faith with our Lord, with Our Lady in your own life? If so, what led up to that? Yes. Your own personal journey. Yes, well, yeah, cradle Catholic. I, I was a lukewarm Catholic. Um, thankfully, a, a high school friend of mine recommended uh, C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity, in 2010. And it changed my life. A beautiful book, and it just made so much sense to me, resonated with me. Um, so that, I think that started me on the journey. Uh, in 2011, um, blessedly, our, our, our Lady just interceded in my life. Uh, there was a hurricane uh, in, on the East Coast, Hurricane Irene, right. uh, devastating. And uh, during that hurricane, I was, I was uh, very, very worried about some large trees around our home. Uh, I prayed to our, our Blessed Mother, and I had this incredible image of her with her hands outstretched over our home, as if to say, you're, you're covered, be at peace. I had immediate peace. And about a minute after I said a Hail Mary during the storm, uh, a six-ton tree fell on our home in the room that I was in with my wife and my children. And I thought at that moment, 
that this was it. This was curtains. And uh, you figured that tree was going to come right through your house. Yes, it sounded you like You knew it. which tree? I knew which See, tree. We have trees around our house that we really, and I'm thinking, and and we, we get tornadoes that come through here, and I look at that one tree and I said, that thing ever comes down, it's going to go through my house. Yeah. So we're getting ready to do something with that. But you knew, you had I'm a sense of what tree it was going to be, of I all the trees. Tree. I knew which tree. It was an oak tree that was 80 years old. It weighed six tons. And um, we did minor damage to the home. Wow. We, we needed a new roof. But not a joist was broken, no structural damage, nobody was injured. And okay. from that moment, uh, I just um, devoted my life to her. And um, the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you didn't have necessarily a deep relationship with Our Lady, really, up until no. that point. You knew enough to say Hail Mary. Yes. Um, and you had this kind of image of her. Uh, you know, kind of hovering over the house. You say your hands were outstretched. I'm just kind of interested. How were they outstretched? Were they out this way? Were they down towards it? I'm just wondering. She was. Um, nobody has to even say this actually happened. It may have happened. Yeah. yeah I know it's real to you. Yeah. But I'm just interested in where. How I, just, I had an image of her standing above our home. She was. She was. You know, towering above the home, and her hands were were outstretched, uh, palms down, as if she were covering the room that that we were in. And that, you know, for, for as long as it takes to say a Hail Mary, that image was in my mind. And I, I finished the Hail Mary, and within a minute, finishing that prayer, that tree fell. And uh, we, were, we were safe. You know, and that's, you know, hearing that story. And it's just the mercy and grace of God Almighty. Yes. I mean, that here we were. It's not like you were a Mary devotee and you were, you know, you were one of those guys out there. But it was that event that God used to bring a greater good, not only out of your life and in the life of your family, but that's what God used to birth this great ministry, yes. right? Yes. I mean, that, that's just sheer mercy and grace and how they work in yes. our lives. I, I met Father Andrew DeFusco uh, at the, the cathedral, wonderful uh, young priest, our associate pastor, and Father DeFusco introduced me to Father Chuck Canturna, and through Father Chuck, uh, I got involved with uh, with him and his uh, prison ministry at the federal prison in, in Baltimore. Now, I, I will say, I'm as unlikely a person, you know, to, to be doing this. If you would have told me a few years ago that I'd be doing this, I would have said, there's no way I'd be doing this. What possibly would I have to offer? Uh, but I just, I'm testament that when you turn your eyes towards Christ and you open your, your heart to him, that he's going to use you. And his love will fill you up, and it overflows, and it has to, to go somewhere. And this is where this, this journey is, has carried me. You know, I have a friend who always said, you know, God is getting desperate. He's using the <laughs> likes of you and me. And it does feel like that, you know, because but all of us are unworthy to do this great work that he called us to do. Yes. Or, to, or to even speak of him. But, it, but it's that out of which we can say, you know, for the mercy and grace of God, it, it, it would be me. I would be a sinner, poor and unaf so afraid and wretched in my way. Yes. And that's when he comes and, and brings something beautiful out of it yeah, all. That's right. But pivotal in your renewal and fire for Christ and for the church and for men, it seems that Our Lady yes. is, is, is pivotal in that. Yes. You know? Is yes. that fulcrum or whatever that right, right at the center through this prayer, through this, what could have been a tragedy and, and praying. And so that's critical for all of us to know within the church 
and even those outside of the church who wonder what Catholics, you know, believe about Our Lady. Yes. Because um, many Catholics, and, and, and we didn't really get Our Lady very well. Mm-hmm. Nice things that she's always getting us. She showed up, you know, at your prayer. She's a mother, you know, like mothers aren't like, you have to understand me totally for me to love you. You know, like, she loves you. Yes. But you began to cooperate with her son. Yes. And with his will. Um, but it was her intervention at your behest and it's nice that our lady wants you know mm. she won't barge in you know she likes to be invited like her son yes. and you did that speak to us again about the work of our lady in helping us as catholics and, and those even non-catholics and some muslims as well actually honor our lady mm. but you start honoring our lady and giving her her place which isn't the place of Christ, it's her right. place. And just talk about that and, and what you're learning as you went on or any particular consecration further that you made to her. Yes. And you know, before we get into the ministry, I'm unpacking it because she evidently has been doing stuff you know, with you. Yes, um, <laughs> well, interestingly, I belong to the, the Cathedral of Mary, our queen. Mm-hmm. And the cornerstone in the cathedral says, ad Jesum per Mariam, to Jesus through Mary. Mm-hmm. She wants to bring us all closer to her son. She is the Ark of the New Covenant. He, God came through her to, to us and for us to sort of get back, just doing that through Mary. It's the fastest way to get back to Christ. Um, the, Michael Gately's book, 33 Days to Morning Glory. Did you work through that? I, I, I did uh, at uh, Father Chuck's direction, so spiritual direction from Father Chuck. I shared my story with Father Chuck, and he immediately said, you must devote and consecrate mm-hmm. your life to the Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. It's been wonderful. And so I, I, I did that. Mm-hmm. And I did that, uh, and, and it was after that that right. the, the, the Men of Virtue Rosary uh, emerged. So I just I feel so blessed, yeah. humbled that um, I'm being put to work, and mm-hmm. I just want to bring this ministry to as many men and women as possible. I, I deeply believe in it, and I know that God and, uh, and, and Jesus and Mary are all at work here. Yeah. And what an impact that must have. <sighs> On your wife, Christy, and your three sons, how how have they benefited from your journey? Well, they're, if, if they're watching now, they're probably they're giggling to themselves <laughs> because uh, I, I'm a I'm a sinner, and I, I joke. My last name is Skinner. You could pronounce it with a silent K. Mm-hmm. So I know I have to be uh, better as a husband and a father for sure. Uh, you know, can be. Uh, short of, of patience mm-hmm. with three boys. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my wife is a wonderful woman. I'm so fortunate to have her. She's been so patient with me. Uh, we've been married for 23 years, and we I'm grateful. Her on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she sounds great. Oh, she's, she's, she's tremendous. And we've got these, these beautiful boys. We're so blessed with them. Um, and so just, just trying to be better mm-hmm. at, uh, at being a, a husband and yeah. father for them. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one thing that comes to mind, Pope John Paul II said the future of humanity passes by way of the family. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. It is powerful. And and you have to have a strong father if the family can be all it's intended to be. And so um, just how do we help men mm-hmm. be better yeah. to be the spiritual leaders of their families? And so you're, you're going through this renewal with the Lord through the intercession of Our Lady and consecrating yourself more fully to the Lord through Our Lady and consecration to her. and. Her role, in my understanding, it's not so much, you know, Mary, what do you want from me? It's, I want to know what Jesus wants from me, Mary, right. our, our Lady, Mary, my, my mother too. That's right. And so evidently this is what Christ wants for you. 
You know, it's, it's because she's praying to him. She's taking you. You gave her your gifts that you know or that you don't know, your future, the, the years you have left in life, and said, I want to know what Christ wants of me. Can you help me with that? Yeah. And she's interceding for you. So share with us further now, because you talked about the riots. I would imagine that was related to the Freddie Gray case yeah, and right. so on, and yes. that was just brutal what took place there. Yes. God rest his soul and, yes. and everybody involved with that. You got that going on. You're in prison ministry, working with guys. You have this renewal with Our Lady, and then your men's fellowship more fully, and Men of Virtue Rosary booklet uh, comes out of that. Tell me a little bit more about what you were seeing in the men in the prison, what you're seeing out on the streets, what, what you're learning there, because evidently you know, Our Lady is giving you a burden you know, for these guys, and, and Christ is working in all yeah. of this. Well, the, the prison changed my life, and I think I get far more from those prisoners than I could, mm-hmm. could ever give to them. But the, the, the beauty is, here's men who... They've made terrible mistakes, uh, and and the light shines through uh, by way of Christ in the prison. But what I've, I've observed is 100% of the time those men have not had a positive male role model in their lives. Right. And that's terribly sad. Um, so much uh, goes wrong when dad isn't around to give love to his family and to provide for them. And so you observe that uh, but by spending time with these prisoners who, who have realized thankfully that uh, that that Christ is the path yeah. forward for them yeah. but but there's a lot of regret in their mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. and this was manifest in the riots in in Baltimore when you see this the terrible unrest and my heart was breaking uh, for the, the these kids the lot of kids in the street mm-hmm. um, and I just I said boy you know we just we just need we need stronger male role models yeah for our society. You know, your, your virtues that you have, zeal, courage, gallantry, humility, loyalty, and uh, I was thinking about these as well because guys will have models. Yep. And, and so we live like in an inner city situation for 30 something years. We've just had you know a rash of murders uh, dealing with young men, right. especially African American males. Um, and I thought to myself, though, you know, these guys are in gangs, a number of them. And they, they are committed, but in a confused fashion with That's not the right. proper kind To be zealous, and they got guys that are training them who are zealous, who are courageous, <clears throat> because they're ready to lay down their lives, what they believe in. I don't know if they have gallantry, really. And they have loyalty. So the zeal, yes. courage, and loyalty. And if guys don't have a real model with the right content in it, right. they're going to look to these guys. And they right. want to be, men want to be zealous. Yeah. They want to be, have courage. They want to be, have, have a strength. And they're going to find it someplace. That's right. I mean, that's exactly what happens. What, what we all want, we want to be loved. And, and when you don't have that, you, you're going to find it because that's just, that's, that's, that's something that's missing in our mm-hmm. heart and you're going to find it. And the, the, the gangs will provide some structure and some leadership. And, and, and as you mentioned, it's a misguided love, right. mm-hmm. but there is a bit of a brotherhood there. So mm-hmm. gr- they gravitate towards something that feels like the right place to go, yeah. but it, of course it's not. So right. we need a better model to redirect that energy, but in the right way. Well, because it's a total counterfeit. And, but yet we're all created with that need to belong. And if we all belong in a family, and that's where we're being affirmed, and that's where we're being loved and discipled and being told who we are, 
that's not happening at home. And, and being a single mom, and I know some of the greatest single moms on the planet, and there it's hard. Yes. It is so hard to be everything to them yes. and to their sons. And so then they step out of that home where they're going to get affirmation, negative and in counterfeit way, from a gang. Yes, that's right. But we all want to hear, you know, I die for you. And that's what these mm -hmm. guys are hearing in the gangs. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you come with us, you make the pledges you need to make, I'll die for you, I got you back. You're yes. okay. You're secure. Right. I mean, and these are beautiful words that we should be using as family and as Christians. They've just kind of hijacked the words, and maybe they don't even know how they've been hijacked. Um, we're speaking with Michael Skinner, author of Men of Virtue Rosary, co-founder of Men of Mary, Our Queen, Baltimore, Maryland. Well, Mike, we were talking to you just about the beauty of the virtues there then how what tell us so in your group what happens what mm -hmm. happens in a group when the men gather what do they do well well we've got a wonderful men's club at, at the cathedral of mary our queen there's about 80 men i would say 20 men are really active uh, and we've used this as a way uh, for it to be our spiritual foundation uh, we've taken this uh, show on the road, so to speak. We mm -hmm. we uh, did our first public recitation of this rosary on October 7th, which is the feast day of Our Lady of Victory. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a wonderful, wonderful turnout, and we've been invited to uh, share it more broadly with the Catholic Men's Fellowship of, of Maryland. So we're just we're delighted with how it's it's being received. But we we we. Uh, uh, meditate on the virtues and um, and say a decade of the rosary, just like you'd say a regular rosary, but uh, asking for our Blessed Mother's intercession to help us uh, emulate uh, her son in our lives. Where did these virtues come from? How were they selected? Zeal, courage, gallantry. Who uses that term? Yeah. But it's, a, it's great, you know, because I looked up gallantry and I've read the devotion regarding gallantry and I'm saying this this is so right so it's kind of like the rehabilitation of gallantry not that it needs to be rehabilitated the term does humility loyalty how did these come to be placed uh, within this rosary well, our men's club took a, a retreat um, in I guess a year ago 2016 to uh, Malvern Pennsylvania mm -hmm. St. Joseph's in the Hills wonderful retreat center we've been there <clears throat> and um, Father Andrew and I took a walk one day and we're just we're just talking and the ideas kind of started uh, um, uh, surfacing on our walk and, and I just took a few notes we started to brainstorm a bit and from there um, we just we're, we're looking to identify moments in the life of Christ that were, were particularly meaningful for men and uh, uh, it was from, from that moment uh, just a set pen to paper and, and uh, came up with the, the rosary. Well, it's absolutely beautiful there's wonderful images here it has a great feel to the booklet uh, let's just start with uh, zeal yeah why, why zeal, and then how is it laid out? Yes. I, I see you have, tell us how it's laid out for each of these. It's not like very lengthy, but it's very powerful. So start with zeal, how is it laid out? Sure, so uh, zeal, um, blessed is the zealous man, he who has given his life to something greater than himself. It's just so important to, to live for things beyond yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm speaking from personal experience. Okay. When I'm looking inward and focusing on me, what I can get, whether it's material things or my own ego, yeah. I'm lost. Yeah. And when you when you're giving of yourself to, to someone else or to to, it could be an initiative, you know, perhaps uh, you know it's just the sacrifices you make for your family. But living for something greater than yourself gives you so much purpose in mm -hmm. life. And we, we 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 get that from Christ. Of course, he was 
he, when he entered Jerusalem. Right. Everybody would have believed that, that he was returning to, to return Jerusalem to, to Israel yeah. as, a, as a Davidic king. But, but of course, it was more than that. Yeah. He was giving his life for all of us, and we can learn a lot from that. Mm-hmm. In terms of how it's laid out, the design of this, when I, when I wrote it, it was just a Word document, which is flat, it's text-heavy, yeah. and um, found a, a beautiful designer um, just uh, miraculously that she, she sort of was, was brought to, to me when yeah. we were striking out, and she designed this using uh, stained glass uh, images from the cathedral mm-hmm. that marry up with each of the virtues. You have a little introduction here, Fazil. Yes. And then Jesus drives the money changers from the temple. Yes. My house should be called the house of prayer, but you're making it a den of thieves. You've got an image here uh, of, you know, the money, you know, being tossed over, the tables being yes. turned over. And you have a little devotion. And then each of these, you have a blessed for, for each of these. Blessed is the zealous man. Yes. He who has given himself his life to something greater than himself. Then you have an inspiration. Yes. What usually goes in the inspiration section? Yeah, so for, for each of the virtues, we found uh, a saintly uh, example. So saints that exhibited uh, that virtue during their lives. So the, the, the saint for zeal is St. Paul, who did more than maybe anybody mm-hmm. to bring Christianity uh, forward from first century Judea. Yeah to today and uh, often at risk to his own life Mm -hmm. and uh, live with great zeal and passion. We can learn a lot from St. Paul. I love it. And I was just going to say how women, wives, are attracted when their husbands are zealous and they take charge of something. (laughs) I mean, I, you know, Jim's a great preacher. I mean, he's a really great preacher. And we just had an opportunity to be out on the sidewalks in front of Planned Parenthood. And man, he was preaching. He was going. He was so zealous on fire for the Lord. And I was falling more in love with him after 39 years. Can I tell you something I thought of today? What? Uh, I was taking the garbage out today. And it was so, so fun. And you know, I thought to myself, well, I'm going to lose my blessing. But I said, you know, she never has to tell me to take the garbage out. Never. I mean, I always never. say, but you know, that's part of zealousness too. You know, I want to do that to keep the house clean, but I, I want to do something for her. I mean, that's so easy to do. And that becomes a real pain in relationships. You know, like do a little something at the bed or take the garbage out or do, you know. And just to do it. So zealousness has various forms, preaching out on the streets and really right. being bold. To just don't be told to take the garbage out. Or do a little something nice. Or pick me your socks or your underwear. Yeah. Keep it clean, you know. So we could make it really spiritual, but it really comes down to the basic, you know, little things. And uh, we do need to be zealous. Yes. Which speaks of a hot passion. Yes, be you know, passionate. For God. Yes. And, you know, he doesn't want lukewarm. He'll spit us out of his mouth. Yes. Or something else will come in. Yeah. You're smiling. You get Ze- this. <laughs> Zeal for your house. And your guys want to be told. Be, be, be consumed with. Be consumed. Whatever, be passionate. Be right. consumed with something. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're asking too little. Yeah. That's so right. So people are afraid. Like even in ministries, oh, we don't want to ask them to do too much. People are waiting to be asked to do something and to do. Especially guys. I mean, they want a challenge. And if you don't give it to them, somebody else is going to give them a challenge. That's right. Want to go in the wrong way. Let's go. Well, we had a guy on our show who um, he took down the television. They wanted something to change in their marriage, came home that night, took down the television, disconnected everything, and put up um, a prayer a, um, prayer thing, right? Yeah. A, a kneeler. A kneeler. And they started praying the rosary. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, oh, you are really off your rocky. You are so zealous. <laughs> it saved his household, saved his marriage, saved his family. But it, it beats kneeling before the TV, before which the is TV. It, or kneeling before money. Right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
Joy, let's take this email. Okay. We, we do want emails and phone calls. We're having a great conversation, but we're supposed to be looking here. It says, well. the media, movies, and television portray men, especially fathers, as not really needed in today's culture. What concrete steps do we need to take to get men to step up and be men when they are bombarded with the message that they have no responsibilities? And this is Joseph from Franklin, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's a, such a great question. You know, there was an article that Forbes magazine did not long ago, and it said, from father knows best to father knows nothing. Right. So pop culture uh, today, you know, the, the most famous father in, in, in our lives is probably Homer Simpson, sadly. Right. Um, two generations ago, it was somebody like Jim Anderson from Father Knows Best. And so, look, pop culture is not going to be very supportive. So that makes our challenge all the greater. We just, we, we have to turn to Christ and we have to, to, to live this life. And um, it, he'll take care of the, the, the rest. I think just turning off the TV sometimes is probably mm -hmm. the best advice. Mm -hmm. But I would say don't pay attention to, to, to the secular culture and pop culture. Men matter. Mm -hmm. And there's never been a greater need for, for good men uh, in, in our society. That's than, how you than start today. your booklet off, yes. right? Yes. I mean, you make that, say that statement again. There's never been a greater need for good men. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and just back to the John Paul II, the future of humanity passes by way of the family. So it, this, is, this is a big undertaking. And, and for men, look, we don't want to, men don't want to be part of a little mission. Mm -hmm. They want to be part of a big mission. They're warriors. They're warriors. Right. And I would say, you know, you're being called, if you think that Christ only called 12 guys, mm -hmm. and then that was sort of it after, after the crucifixion, what we're being called today. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a beautiful painting by Caravaggio called The Calling of St. Matthew. Mm -hmm. You can Google it and look it up. It's a beautiful painting. But, but St. Matthew, the tax collector, head down, focused on the material things of this world, and in walks Christ and is, and is pointing. And Christ is, Christ is deliberate. He's saying, mm -hmm. I want you. Mm -hmm. Now, the, 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 the expression on St. Matthew's face is, me? You want me? Mm -hmm. And that's just how, how we feel. Yeah. How would you possibly want me? But Christ does want us for yeah. uh, this battle. Mm -hmm. And that's what men's groups do, good men's group like yours, or now this rosary, you know, with these virtues, uh, you know, we need to hear another guy saying just what you said and pointing, you know, in your yeah. own masculinity, in your own brokenness, and you're saying, maybe I'm sinner rather than Skinner, but you know what, in all this, I know, he called me. Yes. He called me, and he's calling you to greatness, to fatherly greatness. He's yes. calling, it's like, really? Is it great to be a father? It's great to be a father. Mm -hmm. Everything's passing through the way of the family. Yes. We need fathers in our families yes. to be real men. And, and the, the irony in here, uh, you know, I, I know I'm a sinner, and, and, but, but once you accept that and acknowledge it, it just mm -hmm. life gets a lot easier. Right. And the saints, yeah. the great ones, I mean, they're all great in their own way, but, but some of the greatest saints were the greatest sinners. Right. Uh, and and there's, there's powerful lessons to learn. Christ will never look at us in the, based on what we've done. That's the, that's the devil's work, that's to live right. with regret, to live uh, in the shame of our mm -hmm. sin. Yeah. Uh, we're forgiven, look forward, and we are all called to, to be saved. Could you share a word about gallantry? Yes. And that's a word you just <clears throat> do not hear. So, so gallantry, the beautiful, beautiful uh, story of, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Christ forgiving the, the woman caught in adultery. So at that time, uh, the the Mosaic law, there were, there, there were all kinds of rules, and, and to be caught in adultery was a sin punishable by death. Now, even though both parties were to be punished by death, it was only the woman who was brought and, before and both Christ. both were caught evidently in the act, That's but the woman was the only one brought 
the judgment. That's right. She yeah. was the only one brought to judgment, judgment, and the fact that she was caught in the act means that other men would have observed this. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Christ says, uh, you know, he who is without sin be the first to cast a stone at her. So his mercy, you know, saves her life. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, we, we, we understand the true meaning of a woman. A uh, woman was the crowning of God's creation. Eve was the crowning of God's creation, equal partner to share in his divine plan with man. And um, women, shouldn't, they're, they're not just physical objects mm-hmm. to satisfy man's desire, uh, desires. They are, they are spiritual partners. And uh, women need to, to view themselves that way. And men certainly need to view the women in their lives that way. Yeah, right. and that's the, what gallantry aspect. Gallantry is courageous. But there's a particular aspect as men relating to women, understanding their makeup, their ecology, if you want to call it that, and honoring that and not polluting that, even if they want to pollute it, that we would never pollute that. And that's gallantry. I mean, it's so powerful to think about that, to be praying the rosary, to ask Our Lady to pray to Jesus that this would be inculcated in us as it was in him. We have another email, guys. It says, my husband is an excellent father, very active in raising our children, and he loves his Catholic faith, but he does not participate in parish life beyond Sunday Mass, saying he does not have time. How do I convince him of the benefits of groups such as yours and the many other things going on in the parish? And this is Samantha from Corning, New York. It's it's such a great question, Samantha. I think men, there's part of us that says, well, I don't need anybody else because I'm a man. Mm -hmm. And I I think you'll find that, at least I found, um, when I could be around other men, I would find that that they share the same challenges that I have. Mm -hmm. And we need to help each other. We need to to challenge each other. We need to carry each other from time to time to lift one another up. But what I would say to your, to your husband is, look, give it a try. I, I, you know, I bet, I'm, I'm not you know, speaking of Samantha's husband in particular, but men like to go to tailgate parties, mm-hmm. right? They like to hang out at the barbecue. Right. They like to go to ball games together. Mm-hmm. Well, look, go and, and, and just give it a try. Maybe find one guy that you, that you go and, and go to a conference mm-hmm. um, or go together to adoration. Mm-hmm. And just see what happens. And if you're doing that, look, Christ sent the disciples out, you know, two by two, right? We can learn from that. Find one other guy and and take a shot. And I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Tell mm-hmm. us about the images here, where they come from. Tell yes. us about uh, the influence of women on, yes. on this booklet. And We've had some, some just amazing things have happened with, uh, with the, this ministry. So a couple uh, stories I'll share with you. But first, I mentioned that uh, we have a designer, uh, a wonderful woman named Chandra Gulick uh, in Baltimore. I couldn't find a designer. I, I could not find a designer to, to create something. And I was talking to another friend, and I told him about this. Uh, and this was after I, I had sort of said to God, look, God, if you want this produced, you've got to find me a designer mm-hmm. because I'm striking out. And I was meeting with a friend of mine, and I just mentioned this, and he said, and this was just moments after I had this conversation with God, and he said, I know the perfect person for you. Her name's Chandra Gulick, and she came to us and brought this to life in ways we would never have imagined. So that's one one story. The other story, a wonderful uh, parishioner at the Mm -hmm. cathedral, uh, Christina Lawrence, her husband John, came to me early on and said, we want to develop a podcast I don't know how to develop a podcast, but they do. So we're in the process of, of converting this to a podcast so people can listen to it on their phones. Um, we've, we're, we're developing a Spanish version. 
Um, we just want this in as many hands as possible. And, Joy, we did want to mention that they can get the beautiful uh, booklet, Men of Virtue, Rosary. You don't have to be in the group to get this. And uh, what is the website? You can put the website up there, cathedralofmary.org. I think it's cathedralofmary.org. You can go to the website. It's a beautiful rosary focusing upon these virtues. Strongly recommend it for men and for women alike. Our thanks to EWTN for the use of these excerpts from At Home with Jim and Joy, February 16th, 2017.